Hello, and welcome to another episode of Market Scale Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Bentley, and today we are once again at the intersection of health and technology with an extremely exciting and innovative application called Cancer Aid. Cancer Aid is the number one cancer app on the App Store in the US, UK, and Australia. It is also one of the highest investments to date on the Australian Shark Tank and has just recently been featured on the Today Show, along with being named the best global startup by Steve Wozniak and Sir Richard Branson. Today with me from Cancer App, I have Dr. Nip Roberts-Huntley. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us. This is really exciting. Hey, no worries. Absolutely my pleasure. Thanks so much for letting me dial in from a rainy Oxford. Now, you are live from the Oxford University, correct, uh, where you have studied and trained? Yeah, so I'm actually speaking to you now from my old examination halls. So it's a little bit strange having uh, previously been very stressed and not able to talk in this room and now feeling a little bit more relaxed and very much at the top of my voice. I was speaking today at the European Rare Cancer Summit um, about how we're connecting patients with rare tumors to their care coordinators and also into their electronic medical records. Wow. Well, thank you for joining us. It sounds like you're extremely involved uh, over there and, and making sure that everything is moving forward with the technology. And of course, your medical expertise is, is paramount there. I want to dive a little more into your background. So please tell me again how you came to be. I understand this app is developed by Australian oncologists who now are self-proclaimed digital doctors, and you have joined their team. Please tell me how this came to be. The inception of the idea really came about whilst Nikhil and Raghav, who are both radiation oncologists in Australia, um, saw a lacking of progression in the technology used to determine what treatment we should be giving patients, and more importantly, how we educate patients. For so long now, we're used to, as physicians, just handing out pamphlets and directing patients to disparate amounts of information across lots of different resources online or in literature. Um, and when we think about how far advanced some of the technologies we are to perform our jobs as clinicians, um, when we talk about empowering our patients, we're not too good at it, particularly when it comes to cancer, where it's such an information-rich center of medicine. We haven't really come up to date with the other technologies which we use. So Nikhil and Raghav set out about building a platform in which we could empower cancer patients to come to a single space to understand their disease, understand their treatment options, understand what's expected and what's not expected on the side effect side. A short example we like to talk about is personalizing that. Patients with left-sided breast cancer often have a post-treatment risk factor for certain side effects, whereas right-sided breast cancer patients don't carry that risk. When we talk to patients in the clinic, explaining to them what could happen, what might happen, and what's going on. Number one, what a devastating experience, how isolating, and, and how shocking that process is for a patient. And then when we start to tell them about tailing that information, we end up scribbling bits of information out on a pamphlet. Nothing's personalized and nothing's bespoke to that individual. When it's such a personal insult and it's such a personal event for them, it doesn't seem right to us to not be providing a personal service. From that point of inception that Nikhil and Raghav had in Australia, it's really, really blossomed. We have focused on creating a number of different resources, a sort of one-stop shop for cancer patients through their journey, from diagnosis through treatments and into survivorship. We enable patients to track their symptoms and their medications in real time. We enable them to blog personally from a point of view in text and video content. 
And then what we're really, really proud about is that we enable them to tether their accounts on CancerAid to their friends, their family members, their colleagues, if they so wish, or their medical professionals who look after them. And that enables them to see how their loved one is coping. They, rather than having 20 different conversations across four different time zones, friends and family can simply view what's going on with a click and a swipe of an application on a phone. Then on the back of the success they had, they moved across the US, and that's where I met them. Um, fortunately, I just finished up my MBA at Oxford University and was doing sarcoma surgery um, in Royal Marsden in London. And when I moved across, I met two fantastic physicians who had great products um, and at that point in time had 20,000 patients on the application. Since then, we've just been going strength to strength in the US um, and really focusing on building out our product offering there um, and been really excited today to talk in Europe about how we're going to push forward looking after patients with rare cancers. That's extremely exciting. And obviously, this technology cancer aid is doing wonders for people, not just as far as being able to keep all their medical information in one place and, and make it a little bit easier to manage their lives in what is no doubt a hectic and, and, and troubling time for them mentally. But can you kind of talk about the mental aspect of this, of this new app, the support it brings? You mentioned the isolation before. Uh, how has this helped to not only create uh, an easier management piece for them for their situation, but also being able to create a support network where they don't feel like they're alone? Yeah, well, I, I think it's actually really exciting. I think for a long period of time as clinicians and caregivers, we've always known that having the right support systems in place leads to the best outcomes. Um, and that's not just specific to cancer, that's specific to looking after each other in any aspect of life. Um, it's been really exciting, actually, over the last year or so, there's been a number of different trials and some randomized evidence that has proved that the process of blogging a cancer journey through treatment and in survivorship and in the process of diagnosis has been medically proven to reduce psychosocial distress, which improves mental health, improves patient outcomes, and improves patient well-being. However, historically, that's always been in a pretty tricky and disarticulated manner. It's a phone call here, it's a text there, you have to set up a blog online, you have to start creating a platform for you to speak about what you're going through. And with to the right people, we're not just putting people on a platform and letting them shout to the world, we're letting them talk to the people that matter. And that's their family, their friends, the people that know them, the people that are responsible for looking after them. And that's really what's important for us and that's what we do through CancerAid. Well, Nick, is this, is this app just for patients? Or, you know, I know that this, this ailment obviously affects more than just the patient. Um, families, it's very difficult. Uh, what about the caregivers and family? Is there an interaction portion for them as well? Sure, that's a great question. Um, and it's absolutely not just for the patient. Let's be fair, the person who probably gets the most out of it, particularly in some of the randomized evidence that came out about survivorship, medication adherence, and reduced ER attendances, is the patient. But what we actually provide in our stickiest aspect within the application is the community. The community for us is an area which we share different types of content in curated feeds. We provide patients with information about treatments, research trials, and other options out in the cancer and oncology world. But then we also provide more tailored information to young adults. We also provide information providing stories about other cancer patients who have reached out to us from use of the Cancer Aid app and want to share their stories on a bigger and broader platform reaching the 20,000 strong community. But then we provide caregivers with a curated, curated stream of information which tells them how to cope. 
a lot of people forget that there's an extra person in the room when you do a when you diagnose a patient with cancer. If that's a father, a mother, a wife, or a husband, this is massive for them. This is a huge undertaking. This is just as life-altering as becoming a caregiver. Caregiver fatigue is a real contributing factor to unwarranted ER admissions and unnecessary hospital stays. The process of looking after a loved one with cancer is a massive undertaking and extremely exhausting. And there's also a huge amount of information on the internet, but no one's really telling you the hot tips. How do you function? How do you contribute the most to your loved one's life? And how do you make it more functional and make sure that they get the best quality of life out of it? And hopefully without exhausting yourself as well so that you can continue to do it for longer. We have that aspect within the application and we encourage all caregivers, all cancer patients, all relatives of those who know somebody with cancer to get on the application and learn from our platform. So tell me this, Nick, you become a physician because you care for people and, and you want to help. Obviously, you are not seeing patients uh, as you envision because you have joined this great company and you are now a so-called digital doctor as well. But through testing and through using this app, I'm sure you've come into I come in to meet many, many of the patients who are using this. Can you talk about just emotionally what you've experienced, what people are saying to you after using it, how it may have helped in some way or form? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a funny one. If you had come up to me five years ago and said, hey, Nick, you're not going to be doing orthopedics. You're not going to be practicing as a physician. You're going to be a digital doctor. You're not going to be walking the wards and you're not going to be scrubbing up anymore. I, I would have called you crazy. No two ways about it. There's been nothing greater in my life than to have become a physician, treat patients, and be at the front line of helping people in that, that specialist field that I've been engaged in for the last few years. But times are changing. And as they've changed, so has my, so my outlook. Um, and so has my gratification and my personal desire to help patients in a different medium. I often get asked the question as to why I left medicine and, and why I'm pursuing this career path. The shortest and the sweetest answer I can give people is that in a day in the hospital, perhaps I see 20 patients, 30 patients. Um, on a weekend on call, perhaps I see 15, 20 emergency cases. But right now, as I'm on the call to you right, discussing this technology, this innovation, this push towards changing oncology care, I'm in the pocket of 20,000 people. Something that I've touched, something that I'm helping create helping push forward is contributing to the well-being of 20,000 people. Um, that's growing on a daily basis. And to be part of that is something special for me. Um, we get the most meaningful notes from patients out there who use our application. Um, patients who attribute their coping mechanisms, their success, and the enablement of dealing with cancer as a disease and a phase in their life down to the cancer aid application. Um, and these are people who are in over 40 different countries that I've never met and I probably never will meet. But just to know that it's some aspect I've managed to reach them is ultimately powerful for me. That's extremely inspiring. And, and you said something that, you know, we ask, well, why'd you leave healthcare? And if you ask me, it sounds like you never did leave. If anything, you're deeper. You're, you're gone from 20 patients a day to 20,000. So... It's extremely inspiring to hear you know, that this is making an impact. We talk about the patients who are using this and their reaction. 
let's talk about general perception and the public. You know, we mentioned earlier that this application is, is receiving a lot of attention. It's been featured on the Today Show in Australia. It's one of the highest invested dollar-wise pieces on Shark Tank in Australia as well. So this has been invested from the investors on Shark Tank and one of the highest grossing pieces, as well as being named the best global startup by Steve Wozniak. So it's spread across Australia and the States, and now we know, know England. Can you talk about the reception and what people are thinking and saying to you? I think one of the main things is that cancer's a really ugly, really big beast. It's the elephant in the room when it comes to healthcare, and it's really difficult to break it down into bite-sized chunks. There are lots of aspects of medicine which can be sort of boxed off, and then you tackle them piece by piece, and eventually over time you build this one big platform in order to help process a complete disease state. Cancer is evolving on a treatment level. It's evolving on a disease level. We are always searching for research opportunities. Pharmaceutical companies have a vested interest. Hospitals have a vested interest. Insurers and payers have a huge invested interest. I think that our recognition is because we've been willing to roll up our sleeves and get our hands dirty in the process of taking a bite out of it. And that's what we're doing. We're trying to take a bite out of the pains and the groans from the patient side, as well as the provider side and the pharmaceutical side of how to manage cancer, how to organize oncology care, and why when we have such a wealth of resources and we spend such a huge amount of time and money on the process, we aren't reaching the heady heights in terms of patient outcomes that we should. And we are extremely proud that we're getting the recognition from such great names like Steve Wozniak and Sir Richard Branson awarded us as the best global startup creating social change last year as well. So we're happy with that process. And what we're hoping it will do is encourage people to talk about us, encourage people to download the app, tell their friends and family, no one's more than two or three degrees of separation away from someone with cancer. And unless they know about cancer aid, they can't get the benefit from it. And that's what we want to do. So the more noise we can make, the more people we can touch. Well, it sounds like it's spreading and you're touching many lives and many people. Again, uh, you know, it is what it is, but everything that the company is trying to do in its power to, to, to go against this beast, as you call it. Can you talk to me a little bit about telemedicine, how this is playing into that? It's common knowledge that there is a physician shortage, not just so much with physicians and people in rural areas able to get access, but even so in urban populated areas and, and wait times and, and sometimes um, telemedicine has proved to be the answer and more and more healthcare providers, insurance agencies might be moving towards that. How is cancer aid integrating into today's telemedicine? Yeah, I, I suppose of the last close to a decade, telemedicine is really another one of those beasts that we've all tried to get our heads around. Um, and integrate as seamlessly as possible into our workflows. It's a tricky one. Cancer Aid really does augment the offering of telemedicine. And in its own way is a form of it, I suppose one would argue. We really feel that at its current stage and state that we inform clinical care from a more tactile or more personal level. What we want to do is empower patients to remain in their own environments rather than in the hospital as much as possible. And that's through preventing ER admissions and unnecessary 30-day readmissions. From the telemedicine side, we are the first, as far as we are aware, 
cancer tool to integrate into the EMR service in the world, which is really exciting for us. So when we provide clinical care teams and hospitals real-time updates of symptoms and medication adherence, we start to become a conduit of information. And in a form, I suppose, you would consider that telemedicine. We enable care teams to have an immediate and real-time oversight of how patients are doing away from the hospital. And it's that digital medium in which we are providing information flow between care teams and patients um, that's really exciting. Whether in the next year or two we start to provide a more embedded or a more significant telemedicine offering, I guess we'll have to stay tuned and see. That's incredible. Here's a broad question for you. As a thought leader within oncology and within this technology space, what's to come? 2018, the rest of this year, 2019, 2020, uh, what can we expect not only from Cancer Aid as an app, but within the healthcare industry and everything revolving around this very complicated space? What do you see on the horizon? The accelerating pace of expenditure in oncology is really quite frightening. There are a lot of big incumbent industries and companies and corporations who, rightly so, are looking for a way to, number one, improve patient outcomes, and number two, streamline their costs to make sure that people are getting the right care and they're getting the right information. We live in this era of big data, informatics, artificial intelligence, uh, machine learning, um, all these buzzwords that is thrown around so frequently in technology, but we haven't really cracked it yet. There are some really promising technology companies doing great things, but it's when we start to bridge the gap between emergent and innovative technology companies in the earlier stages to the big multi-billion dollar companies which are meaningfully investing and spending money in oncology and oncology care, as well as drug development, that I think that that's where the magic happens. So from my perspective, we really need to focus on bridging that gap between the physicians, the entrepreneurs, and the technologists who either have real operational experience from day-to-day -day work and patient interaction and are on the ground being heavy as such. Like I say, getting their hands dirty in the process. Having an open conduit of discussion and information sharing between these big corporations who have the strength and have the resources to affect change more quickly. That synergy is really where we're going to start improving patient lives, when we're going to start moving the needle more meaningfully. From Cancer Aid's perspective, um, we see that as the crux of our sort of value creation, how we interact with larger companies, how we interact with large health systems, how we talk to EMR companies. That's what we're really building out over the next year or so, and cultivating those relationships is paramount in our business process. We also are focused on talking to different patient populations. So we're really, really excited. Uh, again, I can't share too much, but it's about our pediatric application. We have something on the burner for that, and we recently uh, had some success at South by Southwest in digital health competition around talking about our new project. We understand that different patients have different behaviors, but just because they have different behaviors and the way in which they enter information and the way in which they engage in healthcare doesn't make them any less valuable. We just need to be focused around how they use telehealth, how they use digital tools. How can we contact them more frequently without being invasive, without feeling as though we're controlling or we're being too big a part of their life? 
we need to become seamless. We need to become that application and that tool that they open on the bus, on the tube, when they're sitting around waiting for a phone call. We need to become that familiar and regularly utilized aspect of their day-to-day life. Um, and that's what we're focusing on over the next year to 18 months, about being a family, being a regular part of people's lives around oncology. Well, this has been an absolutely incredible interview, Doctor, really eye-opening, and, and I can tell how much you and Cancer Aid really care to make a difference. And I think that's what's inspiring, is seeing not only the concepts and ideas, but seeing them carried out, put into practice, and how this is actually changing the medical and the technology landscape. Obviously, very exciting to hear that you might be potentially moving out of oncology into other sectors of medicine. So we'll wait to hear more on that. But I want to thank you so much for your time today, so much for your patient explanations and being able to really walk us through the power behind this new technology. Now, I know that Cancer Aid is available on Google Play Store and being able to download through Apple. What else do we need to know about being able to access this technology either from a patient or a caregiver or a provider standpoint? It's really simple. We're free to patients and we have no plan at present to change that. It's really important that it's as simple as a quick click and maybe a passcode or a fingerprint or whatever it looks like to get it on your phone. The onboarding process takes a couple of minutes and then you have full access to everything. Um, as a patient, as a caregiver, as anybody walking the street today, you can do that. From a provider or a pharmaceutical company's point of view, we are open to engaging anybody of any size, whether it be a small oncology clinic, whether it be a big multi-site provider, um, or whether it be you know, a small research facility or a massive multinational or international pharmaceutical company. What that looks like is a per patient per month fee subscription. And then we provide the real-time integrated solution for symptom and medication tracking for oncology patients. And you can reach out and, and I'm happy to talk to anybody who's willing to listen to me. Well, it sounds like people need to listen. This is definitely going to be changing lives. So again, download on the App Store and also get in on Google Play. You can follow Cancer Aid at, at CancerAid underscore app. And then again, of course, www.canceraid.com for, for more details. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us. I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us as well. Uh, my name is Evan Bentley. You've been listening to Market Scale Health. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you.